0: Leaping forward bionically. jewels. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today. We on the line today. We have Shayna Shay. Hello. Hey, and welcome back to the fold, Lilith Beast.
1: Happy to be here.
0: Happy to have you. All right, and today we are talking about Crossing Swords. This is a new animated show on Hulu uh, brought to you by the same minds as brought to you every other animated piece of BS that's trying to really grasp the adult market today. So we're going to talk about that in a few. Also, we are talking about the new phone uh, mobile game uh, for Android specifically uh, using the Archer license. This is Archer Danger Phone. And we'll see if that one can measure up to the hype that The Archer Name carries. And we are also talking about, oh, dude, I'm really excited to bring this one to light because it's the sequel to the 2017 smash hit. I say smash hit. It was a 2017 decent cult hit, uh, The Babysitter. This is The Babysitter Killer Queen. And we're going to jump right into that one. Babysitter Killer Queen uh, brings back a lot of the original cast and the same continuing story. And we get to see exactly what's become of our hero, and why is everything on fire? And dude, people still people still uh, uh, sacrifice stuff to the devil. That's that's what's hot in the streets these days. So I
2: mean, yes.
0: Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. I didn't, this is a regular practice for you, Shana. I mean,
2: not for me, but you know, I can understand why.
0: You can't understand actually you yeah, just you just we, we talked about like the 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 hell your children are raising like off uh <laughs> off screen before we started the show so yeah i can i can see why you uh uh you know a sacrifice to hell might you know might be a little appealing in your world these days
2: oh man if only i told you some of the things that have come out of their mouths man. no
0: don't incriminate yourself now
1: <laughs> it's scary
0: all right well Lil, if you want to give us your impressions on the babysitter killer queen
1: yeah, um, like you said, it brings back a lot of the cast, it's continuing the same story. It's uh, it's a very meta film, even more than the first Babysitter. They talk about movies a lot throughout, uh, throughout it, and it's definitely in line with uh, movies like T2 Judgment Day and Aliens, where they take the premise, and then the sequel is just like, uh, you know, the same thing but on speed. It's like an extra super version of the first one. So I really loved it. I was excited every time I thought I knew what was gonna happen. Sometimes I did know what was gonna happen, but it was way wilder than I expected. So it was a really fun ride um, that totally just took me out of my own headspace and put me in a world where there's uh, maybe zombies, but definitely blood cults. the devil is real. And teenagers are running for their lives.
0: That sounds like a good time. I don't know what y'all complaining about. That's a happy Saturday to me.
1: <laughs>
2: complaining. Complaining.
0: <laughs> All right, then Shane. how do you find the second?
2: Well, um, I, I really enjoyed the first one. And so I was actually a little excited going in. So only marginally just because I know Slasher, um, Netflix aren't always better in the second movie. <laughs> um that's true. Like just, just sometimes the second movie is the best movie. That's fine. Um this Wow, Netflix understatement was- of
0: the year right there.
2: <laughs> I know right. Um and I wouldn't say this one was better than the first one, but I was entertained. And my goodness, if ever there was a horror movie that would be really awesome during for stoners. I feel like this one is like it. This is marginally funny when you watch it sober, but would definitely be hilarious if you were inebriated. I
0: don't know about that. I I, I watched it like crisp, and I, I I I laughed like openly at uh at uh at at, at certain points. Like it got me. I'm not I'm not, I'm, not, I'm no, gonna no, lie. Like I, it's I not
2: enjoyed as... it. Uh-huh. I thought it was fun, I thought it did a I think it did interesting things to keep the story going, Um, and they didn't feel like oh we're just retreading the exact same thing. I even kind of enjoyed that they brought back the original like toadies from the first movie to make it even more chaotic yeah that was um, that was
0: pretty interesting this one uh, takes place two years after the events of the first movie, so, uh but it mm-hmm. does bring back uh it does bring back our hero it brings back uh judah lewis it brings back uh emily um lind it brings back uh uh jenna ortega it brings back the whole the whole cast uh your yes, boy king batch and the sucker. Um, your boy king it. batch uh once again providing the poc uh quota for this pictures
2: uh, yeah, and he makes a lot of direct jokes about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and yeah. I I appreciate that dude because he's he's, yeah, he's he's letting he's let he's letting know.
2: He's funny. Yeah, he's funny, and I oh gosh I, I totally lost my place for a second there, but that's okay. Um, uh, no,
0: it's cool. Hold on, say hold on, a second. I because little you and I were talking about this before the show. How like it's only two years have passed. This is you know, like yeah. the movie. The first one came out in 2017. Only two years. How much of change those kids are huge. Kids like, grow. I, I, I know kids grow, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for my babies to leave the nest all like that. Judah Lewis like, is, is, like, is like two feet taller than he was in the first movie. He
2: but he oh, probably wow. hit his post-puberty growth spurt, which is what happens to boys around their junior year of high school.
0: Well, not just him, though. Melanie's like, she, she's, she's a, a huge and very different person herself.
1: I will. Behaviorally, oh, yes.
0: emotionally. Uh,
1: as my partner and I watched it together and as you pointed out, um, the more powerful that Melanie becomes throughout the film, her boobs get bigger. Like they're hiking them up throughout the film. Yeah,
2: okay. So it wasn't just me. Like by the time they got to that, the girl on girl confrontation, yeah. um, which was hilarious, honestly, but...
0: Um, oh, I missed that part. I was <laughs> like, I'm yo, does
2: she look more boobalicious now than earlier in the evening? <laughs> anybody else knows no. that? But I was mostly watching it by myself, so I was like, um, anybody? No? Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't ask anybody. <laughs> but the funny thing is, though, I, the only thing I was kind of debated about going in was that i was kind of disappointed that cole wasn't in a better place like i was like dude you're starting this movie the same way you started the last one you're still the poor upon on work you're still getting picked on in and- who are these awful children in these movies that pick on the like mentally like people who might be mentally handicapped or like oh, yeah. traumatized or straight up crazy? Who picks on the crazy kid exactly? Yeah, yeah like, that kid like, in like, the do football you remember jersey. Remember anybody picking on the crazy? <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, they—they like, yeah. they, you told stories about the crazy kid when because well, one we were jerks, okay? Just caveat that right there. I'm not well, saying no, you know the protocol for are, high school is no. Kids are horrible. Yes,
2: kids can be exceptionally cruel. And, can
0: be like and like, like, like it's a question. It, kids are.
2: No, no, no. Well, not all kids, but yes, they all have the ability to be really cruel because they don't have the life experience to build up that kind of empathy like oh wow this would really hurt me if it happened to me but they would have to have the presence of mind to have that process if they just don't win there in their adolescence so that's fine but i'm like jesus like I don't know. It's like if someone was picking on the kid in the wheelchair at school. Like I've not actually seen that in practice in real no. life, you know.
0: <laughs> I, I I would I would hope not. Who's walking up to the kid in the wheelchair like, look at you, hot wheels, and then kick him in the chest, and then or, uh, uh, like what do you what do you jealous of because they get to like max and relax all day, their legs don't work, you know.
2: It's it's like it's like that Donald Glover joke like um like someone making. It-
0: Wait, what, wow, we lost her red at the good part.
1: Yeah, yeah got <laughs> muted, my girl.
0: Shannon, your audio cut out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That happened before, that happened like two weeks ago too. It was like, okay, this is gonna blow your mind. You ready? Now, ah. <laughs> and the thing is like, we could still see her. Like it was like, the story was crazy. And she was like, and then blah, 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 blah. And then hands were all over the place. And then, and then there was a lot of this. And then we're like, "What are we missing? What could possibly be? And what does the story entail? Because it looks amazing."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I feel big.
1: like I feel like we should be through all of the technical difficulties that could possibly happen, but it's not true. Because this happened to me like last week, right in the middle of a meeting with like the people at my work. All of a sudden, just for no reason. Zoom has been fine for months and then for whatever reason it's just like every like two minutes mm-hmm. I will go mute and I just have to like go and press on mute and it's like everything's weird and I'm like, yeah, dude, I know
2: Yeah, no it's, it's strange.
0: Technology's failing us. Frankly, I can't wait for the robots to take over
2: Honestly, I, I our grid is just not prepared for this much activity on it and that's the real mm-hmm. and There's so many reasons why, and it would only just get everybody really annoyed about corporate greed and capitalism if we all got into it and explained it. But, you know, (laughs) let's just say people are greedy and they give us inferior service, that they can't.
0: Well, I I think they can. I think they just won't. Because at some point we were all really excited for our uh, push button operated houses and flying cars and such but then Why someone's like but there's more money in making them suffer and pay extra for like healthcare and pills.
2: It's kind of like um hitchhikers guide to the galaxy like the heart of gold was like super like fancy looking but everything was just a little bit shit because they cared more about the flash. Okay, going have to going have to it's
0: beep that up, thank you. Function.
2: <laughs> okay, not, sorry. Not. Everything was a little crappy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like that didn't just happen. No, no, you're you're right though. If we blame the dolphins, I think we'll have a have a have a decent scapegoat. Good call.
2: Fair enough. But yeah, right. no, but it's just yeah.
0: No, what was the story this you were telling was- though? You we 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 were we were like oh. we were riveted and then we like Where lost you right at? when it got good.
2: Where did we drop at?
0: You can't ask me to remember in a minute ago. Come on now.
2: Oh oh I was saying like um like kids are um always in these kind of movies like that Donald Lever joke about um, the kid making fun of um another kid because their mom died, and I'm like, I don't know if that level of cruel is normal.
0: <laughs> just, just raising psychopaths all day. That, that's right? that's, that's, that's like, how we get like, down.
2: Like, that's why your mom is dead. Like, what? <laughs> like that's why your mom in a wheelchair or something like that. Like, who's that? <laughs>
0: I'm I'm <laughs> <He's> like... <laughs> I can see it happening. That's the, that's the worst part of it. I can...
2: I mean it could, but everybody would react to that kid like, ooh. They wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, yeah, his mom's in the wheelchair. They would be like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable because you said something that's a little too hot box right now. I gotta go. <laughs>
0: It's like, oh, how's he going to come back from that one? The rap battle is yeah. over. Like, rap battle, that's, no. You No, mm. that, was,
2: that was out of bounds. Yeah,
0: if you have not thrown <laughs> hands, you are doing it wrong by this point. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've, I've, I've been in several arguments, and I've been in, you know, rap battles myself. It was never the goal to, like, destroy someone, like, em, like emotionally. You're not looking to, like, cripple their spirit. <laughs> you know, you want to you want to take you want to pick them out of make them feel silly. You don't want to like you know ruin their soul forever.
2: That's, yeah, that that, like, that
0: seems like a, that seems like a step too far, in my opinion.
2: It, like you just want to maim, you maim and not kill, is the thought process of childhood cruelty most of the time. Like if yeah. you kill, it's accidentally. Um, it's not a, it's not always on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying there aren't like kids who are vicious. I'm saying the baseline cruelty isn't. That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Baseline <But> it, cruelty. <laughs> yeah, we got the cruelty like bar. You know, you can't can't go below it. this. this.
2: They're, they're all capable of it. Like, I literally had one of my kids tell the other that she didn't have any friends because she lost that Mario Kart. Like, so I get it. <laughs> like, but. Well, Mario Kart's know, the real they, deal.
0: I mean, come on now. You got right, you got to show. You got to like, show. You show up and show out, or else you go hard or go home.
2: Yeah. So so like it always always kind of both amuses and disturbs me when I see movies like this where they have the kids see, like, super high-level cruelty. And I was like, oh, God, I hope that's not your life.
0: <laughs> I hope you're not teaching them this. Or I have mean, I mean,
2: hope my children, My yep. children are wonderful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, delights, both of them.
2: Look, look, look. They're no, they're no meaner than I can be on my worst.
0: Don't you hate what... Yo, what I'm gonna do right, right right there? I'm gonna edit in just a just a nice little highlight reel of every like mean-spirited horrible thing you've ever said on these shows. I
2: don't think you have enough time to get that much footage. But you're okay.
0: right. You're right. I just there's, there's too much material to sift through for like a top ten. It's just it's just. Mm.
2: I mean, I've been appearing on the show for a really long time.
0: Pat. I I know, and that's the problem. There's just so much cruelty, so much cruelty. All right. <laughs> But no, I really enjoyed uh, Babysitter, Killer Queen. Like, I wasn't familiar with uh, with the babysitter beforehand. Actually, Shana, you turned me on it. Yeah, um, I thought we
2: before. had done it for the show when it came out, but I realized we did a different Nick G movie, and I, it was just in the same week that I watched it.
0: Oh, okay. I think, um, was it Ready or Not?
2: No, I think it was the um, rim of the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that.
0: Also with King Batch. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That was a, That was a decent movie. McG is a dude who he's steadily building back up that cachet of I know the kind I of movies hate- I make. You hate McG? Yeah.
2: No, I don't hate. I hate that his name is McG. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. It <laughs> yeah. it, it
0: sounds like a it sounds like a gangster McDonald's menu item. You know.
2: Uh, he he just. He, he seems like the kind of white dude who says the word draw like seriously.
0: He's the last dude wearing puka shell ne- ne- necklaces, but he lives in like <laughs> New Hampshire.
2: Right? Like I uh, don't like yeah, like his movies are his movies. Like they're a very specific genre to themselves and sometimes they're really enjoyable, sometimes
0: they're Terminator Salvation. They're
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they're not, but like you know, I, I wasn't upset to see this one, and this one was pretty good. And I think this kind of comedy horror genre that he is like settling himself into is exactly where he should be.
0: I concur, dude. I I had a I had a good time watching this mostly because of the performances that came through, and a lot of that comes from the directing. Like the story itself could have been really generic and blah. Um, it could have been like a quick cash grab. We had a successful yeah. uh, first effort, so now you know we're just gonna kind of coast. But every every time um, Sonia was on was on screen, uh, uh, played by uh, Hannah Mae Lee, dude, yep. she's hilarious because she's nuts. Yeah. and oh when she's crawling under the house, and then and I, I, I'm just like, this little boy has a has a firecracker and like a, and like a, a, a can of bug spray. Protect himself from this from this girl who has a flamethrower, uh, butcher knives, and I don't know where this arsenal she just randomly came 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 with. Uh, or was showing up she from. She had like back. cartoon pockets.
2: I love that she came back with an even bigger flamethrower. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Like uh,
2: resurrection oh. came with an even bigger flamethrower, <laughs> and like that's hilarious. But you know what's funny, like. The movie starts with essentially it's a two year um, time skip and no, and Cole you know, is back where he was being bullied mostly because no one believed what happened. And I'm like, huh. Yeah. So everything in the house reset except for the big hole Cole put in it when he drove the car through it. And That's,
0: I'm like, You gotta so, suspend your disbelief a like certain amount to, to really get into the film. So
2: the, the neighbors just think he went crazy crazy one night stole his neighbor's car and drove it into his house but what i find real funny is that no one seems to be talking about what happened to his babysitter
1: yeah like everyone knows it never it never comes up
0: that's a that's actually a plot hole um that i that i discovered as we go through this one because in this movie we find out that she had a similar um experience uh, a similar. I don't know, what do, you, what do you want to call it really? Like she tried it before and failed, and now Cole is the second attempt at her being ultra badass demon summoning babysitter. Um, Like the other girl that we meet later on in the movie was her first charge. <laughs> so did she do this yeah. before? And no. what happened no, to her then? Like, you know?
2: If I explain it, it'd be spoilers.
0: Well, I mean, no, no spoilers, but my thing is like, she had a life as a babysitter before. Is yeah. there is there a third kid after cold? And we'll see, no. uh, baby, uh, the Babysitter Three back in the habit. No,
2: because she Babysitter died. Three,
0: hell can't hold me.
2: No, because she died after she, um, the experience with cold. But the movie also kind of kind of
0: tells us she probably died before too.
2: No, no, that thing. I think that was the impotence of her selling her soul in the first place.
0: But don't you have to die to sell your soul?
2: no why, why would you have to die to sell your soul that you can't sell your soul when you're dead you do it when you're alive
0: i'm sorry i'm not versed on the on the on the soul selling economy <laughs> okay? i haven't i haven't read these
2: documents i love that i gave this completely like really pat like, <laughs> like, like legitimately you've already yeah, ascended like like the whole point is if you believe in the afterlife and the whole soul thing you you've already ascended to the next state of being so how your only soul how do you sell all of it you're whereas right. when you're alive
0: that makes so perfect sense alive. i i should have i should have bought bonds and souls rather than <laughs> invested in, in Pogs and beanie babies you know like i do
2: love stuff have you ever heard of a story where you know satan is going after dead people to get their souls
0: well yeah like, but not. but it, but it's usually hey it you know you're usually- dead if you sell me your soul i'm gonna get i'm gonna let you come back for revenge type of thing you know
2: yeah, no, more more I think the thing with um B was that she did a Faustian deal.
0: As opposed to a what, Kafkian deal, he declined to turn her into a bug?
2: Well no, but the whole thing about Mistopheles, Mistopheles essentially sells his soul and then he has to um collect someone else's. So she sold hers, so she had to collect. Others
0: see, Mistopheles, why you always got to be getting in people's stuff, you know? It's like now, first he's like, you know, uh, 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 playing like fast and loose to people's souls, then he's like bringing out May back from the dead and making sure Spider Man and Mary Jane, Mary Jane are married now, you know? What I mean, come on now, that Stay, was just a keep, brighter- keep on my Kool Aid, son. I know that's right. Shane, Shane, she, she can't even rebut, she knows I'm right. All right, so Lilith, well, we kind of went off on a tear here. Um, how were how, how you finding uh, 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 babysitter killer queen?
1: I loved it um the only complaint that i have is that there was not enough samara weaving but that's that's part of the plot that makes sense she shows up at the very end um and i don't think that's a spoiler because i think you do see her in the trailer Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah um and i agree it it was nice to get like some new uh blood cult members who all looked like they were 12. Um.
2: (laughs) in comparison (laughs) yes
1: Because these people actually are
2: probably closer to being teenagers than the people who were playing teenagers in the first one. Yeah,
0: that's the thing I'm noticing they do in movies now, where it's like they actually get teens to play teens. And Mm -hmm. I realized that all the stuff we watched that had quote-unquote teens were like 30-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. only
2: very rarely and honestly what's really weird is in almost every one of those casts There's like one actual teenager and it's very very strange <laughs>
0: It's weird to see
2: <laughs> It's like um, that 70s show The only really young teenager was Melina Kunis She was only like 14 when the, they filmed the pilot
0: <laughs> Yes, and that was illegal
2: It was she was, oh, my. she was
0: not a working age Oh, so wrong uh, I will say I, li- I like I, I did I did like the teens in this. They were they were appropriate personality types. Um, yeah. There's like the one that's like really aloof, the one that's like really gung ho about everything and cannot keep a secret. Have you ever tried to tell kids something that you need <laughs> to just stay between you? They can't keep a secret, and they got the one character he cannot keep his mouth shut for the life of him. Like yep. just they just needed him to be like mmm for like ten minutes, but now he got to start asking questions and then spilling beans and. <laughs> And I thought that was, I, I, you guess, you You don't agree?
2: You can't stifle his intellectual curiosity. (laughs) I'm trying to
0: stifle him, but dude, stop snitching for like five minutes. We're (laughs) in the middle of this.
2: You know, (laughs) it was. It ruins it all. How about the same whole accidentally ruins it the same way he did in the first movie by not taking his magic night-night juice
0: yeah, but what's with these people like Conti trying to drug this dude? Like, you know, he knows better.
2: So they could just take the blood while he was while he was knocked out, you know, that's no must. But, you know, mm. if he's aware of them taking the blood, then they have to kill him.
0: I feel like the version of this movie that you want to see is a lot more boring than the one we actually got.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying these are the particulars. That's exactly what happened in the first movie. Her plan, B's plan, was to knock him out, stealthily take some blood, and go on with, you know, whatever.
0: Well, yeah, but let's but also remember like the different personality types he didn't that they take show. Night night juice. He didn't take his night night juice, but the different personalities that they show in this, um, in this in this movie. I guess the ones that carry over from the first babysitter um, are like there's okay Sony is a crazy person who just wants power. Um, uh, uh, oh, uh, my my personal favorite uh, what was his name um, uh, uh, Max? Max. Uh, this it, it's very rare that a movie is gonna make you side for like the really broody douchebag. Yeah. And the thing is, you're ready to hate him when you meet him. Like oh he's just the dude he's just this dude with abs who won't take his shoe, won't put a shirt on you know something like that but then he's just like he's just like really gung ho for like hey man no I'm here I'm I'm here for you buddy you know yeah I'm gonna kill you but I want you to stand up for yourself and you know feel the pride <laughs> right. beforehand come
1: on man you're better it's like than
2: trying that. to give life lessons like <laughs> while trying to mur- ritually murder somebody like oh, yeah
1: weirdest mix of like positive and negative masculinity one <laughs> <the same> <laughs> <I> no. <know. laughs>
2: like can i say how much i love robbie robbie ml in this like i did not realize how funny he was until he did these movies
0: i like the dude in uh this picture especially um we know him from um the flash right
2: yeah um, okay he, he was the first firestorm he's also hmm. the cousin of the dude who played green on arrow
0: Oh, in real life?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, did not know that. Um, but I, I, first
2: cousins, I, both their names are
0: unknown. Okay, now that you say that, I can kind of see it. You know, they both got like the the abs going to the Happy Trail. There's like a family resemblance there. You know, if they're, you're ve-
2: the- they're both very chiseled men. Very chiseled, <laughs> similar jaw lines.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, we're, we're we're starting to get like get like getting the weeds okay. in this. I thought there was a lot of funny oh, yeah. scenes. There's a lot of funny scenes. Yeah. The characters I thought worked really well for a sequel um, to a movie that seemed to be like good almost by accident. <laughs> right? uh, I thought this was I thought this was actually a really decent effort. I think McGee's kind of found his wheelhouse and he's sticking to it. He's not trying to do big action set pieces. He uh,
2: should
0: not do that. No, yeah. no, they're not working out for him. But with these smaller uh, movies that feel like they know what they are and they play to that strength of injecting a lot of comedy. Into a uh, different style genre. Like, this is technically a uh, slasher horror movie, but I laughed my ass off, like, you know, for half of it, which well, yeah. made it a really refresh. Like, I wanna watch it again and I wanna show people. Oh,
2: no, probably definitely will. This will be on my Halloween list. Like, either this one, or probably more the first one. but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm loving smart Weaving also. Mick G, like, he literally, if this was like, I don't know, like 40 years ago, he would probably be, like, the king of the double-feature B-movie kind of set.
0: He'd be somewhere between between Tex Avery and George Romero. <laughs>
2: um, I was thinking more like Roger Corwin, but, yeah.
0: Come on, that's like saying, um, okay, Ryan Reynolds or Bradley Cooper. They're the same person. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, but I'm giving this a thumbs up. This is a, um, it's an enjoyable watch. Uh, The cast, I think, had a lot of fun doing this. The script, it knows what it is. Like every scene with the dad, where he's like trying to be uh, really um, progressive and also really afraid of his wife uh, because she's just completely against him smoking weed or, or having friends or anything.
2: Well, not that dude. Juan is awful.
0: Which one? Uh you're talking about um Melanie uh, Melanie's, Melanie's father?
2: Melanie's father.
0: Yeah, I know. He's not great, but he's I think he's like all uh Archie, um, the dad. I think I think uh uh Juan is like all he had. Like, <laughs> there's 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 nothing else in, in that man's life. I
2: feel bad I feel bad for him that if that's his only friend. Oh well, yeah. I
0: mean the bad friend is a it's a it's a tried and true, you know, trope. It's like you you need someone to talk to the cops and you need someone to keep the story going. Uh, uh, you know juan and uh and and um uh, uh, Archie they found their uh they found their dichotomy that fair enough all right well it's a thumbs up for me
2: oh, yeah I give it a thumbs up this this would be good Halloween viewing especially if you want to like get on a conference call with the friends knock back some drinks and watch this I think the time could be had by
1: all I go. Definitely. I agree. Big thumbs up. Just a lot of fun. Uh, if you liked The Babysitter, then you will like this movie. It's just kind of like a, a little bit more extreme, a little bit wilder. There's somehow even more blood and guts, I think. Um, yeah,
2: I think that might be true.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not really scary at all, but it's just really, really fun um, and has a lot of like horror movie elements in it, uh, and everyone, everyone just like does better than kind of the material you expect it to have. It's funnier, it's um, more heartfelt, and yeah, the flamethrowers are bigger. It's just, it's great. It's <laughs> it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I, it definitely had a bigger, more feels, especially at the end than I was expecting.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, just tugging those heartstrings. Which, that felt a little heavy, but I can forgive him.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, I can forgive it just as much as I can forgive the huge this, that the ending brings, but it, it still works. You just can't, you, you,
0: you, you gotta be like, yeah, I'm not gonna give it to you 100%.
2: Look, I'm not gonna lie, like, because while I was watching it, I was thinking, wow, that's all real coincidental. I was like, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? But I let it stand because this was fine. I had a good time, so I'm not gonna be mad about things being a little too convenient.
0: All right. Harsh mistress through and through. All right, so it's The Babysitter Killer Queen. Uh got decent reactions all around, dude. It's the sequel to 2017's The Babysitter. If you're going to see this one, I also recommend, I think we all recommend seeing The Babysitter first. Definitely. But ultimately, dude, it's a fun time. Check it out. It's on uh, Netflix. Now, oh, Shayna, you got to play Archer Danger Phone. Yeah, I did. All right. And, and I got to play got Archer. For exactly What? I I'm hope What? Like, I hope you played a little yeah. longer than that.
2: No, I'm saying it's gonna be on my phone for exactly
0: one more minute. Okay, yeah, it's it, it was kind of a big download. Archer
2: Danger Phone
0: um, is the is the it's it's the licensed game using the Archer. Um, if anyone's not familiar with that, Archer is an animated show uh, that runs on FX about a super spy, uh, and. Actually, I don't really know if there's a set setting in it anymore because it started off as it kind never of a, did. yeah, it started off as kind of a like you know 60s super spy, organiza- well, super spy organization, 60s esque super spy organization in modern day, and then the show evolved into um, several different iterations. Now it's a more modern spy uh, epic. Now it's uh, you know no holds barred. We do spy stuff, and you know we go to space. We do spy stuff, and we sell drugs. We do spy stuff, and. You know, it's like the show has gone beyond its parameters, and that license became very popular. So when we're fi- when we're clamoring for an Archer game to really carry that into the interactive realm, what do we get?
2: What do this we get, Shayna? This for some reason. <laughs>
0: yeah, this for some reason. Archer Dangerphone Phone is a um, it's uh, now a well, it's not an action game. Uh, this is a uh, currency simulation game. Uh, The premise is uh, the world economy has now been plunged into chaos, which is actually pretty realistic, but the world economy has been plunged into chaos (laughs) and the only way to survive is to lead your team of of, of hapless spies in a global cryptocurrency operation scam uh, that's um, spearheaded by Krieger, the uh, scientist that's also part of Archer's organization ISIS and not that ISIS.
2: That's but, why it started changing parameters on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah, they had, all, they, had they had, they had, they had some stuff to to, to revamp real quick. Yeah. Ooh, but to the, be fair, mm, they were ISIS first.
2: ISIS on the show pre yeah, actually. Yeah. Before we were aware of a organization of ISIS in real life, um, yeah, the show had already premiered, and then stuff happened, and we we're like, they were like. Uh, <laughs> Maybe change
0: that. Yeah, but dude, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Ar- Archer TV show. I've been watching it since oh, the first too. season. So I was I was really curious when you know an Archer game pops up in the app store. You know, and this was one of the things that crossed our feed. Like, yo, let's play this game and talk about it. And I was really excited. So naturally, when you think super spy organization and going on missions and espionage. Why is a currency management game the first place that they went? I'm really curious what the thinking behind that was.
2: Well, I have to assume it's because the whole Peter, like, and his side hustles have always been like a running joke in the show. And the whole Peter ran thing. That that's and that was from an episode of the show. So, like I'm assuming that's why they ended up pulling from actual episodes or, you know, some sort of continuity. They decided they should just, you know, expand on the Krieger's side hustles and I'm just like,
0: well oh, that, that, that normally would be a good thing from a fan point of view but the really tired display that you just gave on the video as you said that is the perfect reaction <laughs> to how this one actually panned out because dude I'm playing this expecting it's Archer dude I'm gonna be in some stuff I'm gonna be doing like a lot of you know jumping shots where I'm shooting the cats and you know I'm wearing right. like my tactical black turtleneck you know and having fun with it the and instead
2: neck.
0: the tactile neck and instead, they did use a, um, a reference. Like, it is, it does have a lot of references to the show. And they didn't half-ass yeah. the use of this license. Like, it is all the dialogue that you'd expect from people. It is people Lots in various costumes. Counts. They got their locations and sounds. But that's it, as lamely as they can incorporate those. Like, they just put them in a blender and threw them in at random points. Because it's got none of the voice acting. None of the vocal sound bites, which you're kind of coming from, it it's very different. Seeing the word "nope" written, when rather than it is hearing Lana say "no," you know that that's an effect. You know, I'm there for that.
1: Which
2: is weird because, like, in between, um, like levels and if you can call them levels, um. Or when you upgrade stuff, you hear, like, some of those sound bites from the show. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you have just used some of those sound bites for some of the more iconic, like, catchphrases and things of that nature?
0: Yeah. The way they chopped up that theme song, too, was... They chopped up the theme song. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I'm letting this play out longer because one, I like the theme song and two, Mm -hmm. whenever you see that intro sequence, you never get to see the full passing of the ship in the green fields with the archer silhouette standing there because it's got to keep moving. You're getting like the names and the credits. So it's like we get a quick flash and a quick flash and a quick flash. I've always been curious, like, what is that model ship? What is that map of? You know, what's this clock like doing there? And it's like, I'm sitting there on the screen in this game, and I can actually see the whole ship pass, and it's kind of cool. And then the theme song just loops. I'm like, is there an Easter egg? What's going on here? And then it gets into this game, and I was like, well, okay, that was a whole lot of nothing. But I, as a hardcore fan, at the very least, got a little bit of closure, a tiny bit. Then the game starts, and the premise of this game is Krieger is trying to rebuild the world economy uh, using his own cryptocurrency. So he has created a simulation, or rather he and his holographic girlfriend has cre- have created simulations. Mm.
2: That's her name.
0: Oh uh, you know, I, I didn't write it, don't write me letters. Um, but they're uh, creating influencers, correction, they're, dude, the whole thing is shady. They're creating yeah. false influencers to generate money to then uh, convert into the cryptocurrency, to use that cryptocurrency to boost the world economy, and then uh, carry or other, not the world economy, boost the U.S. economy, uh, and swap that over from U.S. dollars to Kriegerans, mm-hmm. and like the Kriegerans. Why does
2: it have to be Kriegerans? No, I know why it has to be Kriegerans. <laughs> I do, I do know why. I just <sighs> so many. There is so many, like I don't ever wonder if a German person might find this at all racist towards German people. <laughs> like...
0: I I would I would I would hope so. I would hope they would be <laughs> immediately offended uh and like just strike back with extreme prejudice. Actually no, that's 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 no, the wrong that's the get... wrong that's the wrong term. No, no, <laughs> but like maybe maybe with the fervor. That's what I meant there. But hold on I'm saying okay. So Lilith, as someone who didn't get to check this out before the show here. Uh, when the way I described um, the actual uh, gameplay, did any of that make sense at all? No. Okay, good. Good. Because I was trying to be as accurate as possible, and it, it even playing, it's completely like I had no idea what the hell I was actually doing. The premise oh, of me the game neither. is your. No, no, no. I was I was completely confused, and that's the thing. It's like it's, it's it's a it's a badly designed game. Because really. that, 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 is, that is all you do. You're the economy's tank. That's the premise. So you want to save it with your cryptocurrency. That's the solution. So you're creating false internet influencers to boost the popularity of your cryptocurrency so that you can generate money from their influence. How? It doesn't really say. It just gives you an amount that an influencer costs and then the time it takes for you to generate enough money generate yeah, money apparently how
2: apparently you can speed it up i really didn't understand how the level up mechanic actually worked i just kept pushing it
0: yeah the best <laughs> i can figure there's no under there's no uh interpretation of how the base uh generation happens it's just money generates over time and then when you have enough for an influencer you tap the influencer button that adds an influence that adds an influencer or a number or, a, or a, a number of influencers to your account <laughs> The more influencers you have, like you generated in the simulation, the more money you generate uh, with each cycle. So how am I generating that first cycle, that first bit? It doesn't tell you, but that's probably not important to the fun of the game. So when the game's supposed to get fun, you generate more influencers, you generate money faster, and then you generate money faster, and then you have enough to build Krieger's lab. When, Kree- when you build Krieger's lab, now you're selling drugs. You're selling drugs to influencers, <laughs> which helps you build know. more influencers <laughs> faster. So now, selling drugs <laughs> to influencers, <laughs> sheesh. <should. laughs> you're now you're selling drugs to influencers. You build up and you you generate enough influencers to have enough money to automate your lab, uh, to automate your um your initial um influencer uh gener- your in- influencer creation. So now I've automated by influencer creation or the money generated from my created influencers in that first room. Having built Krieger's lab is a second room. That second room is where I make the drugs. The drugs allow me to add an exponentially larger number of influencers.
1: Okay, so my main question. Yes. <laughs> it's just like after my brain is Yes. On paper, mm-hmm. the point of the game is to save the world's economy, yes? Yes. yes. Okay. I feel like whoever made this game forgot that at some point and decided, well, it's Krieger and he has selfish motivations, so it makes more sense if he's just building his own lab, which is fine, especially if that leads eventually to something funny. Like, none of this makes, like, yeah, how it started doesn't make sense, but, like, you know, if there's a good enough payoff, you can forgive a lot. So, like, if all of this ends up being a Krieger scam so that he can make a a giant laser to blow up the world or make a robot body for his anime AI girlfriend like that's a payoff that could be fun and could work but how is any of this time (laughs) saving the world and why does Krieger care
2: okay but that's not even the best part the best part is the one action scene you get that you get to actually play through, oh. a, like an action happens only at the very end of every level after you've collected as much money and checked off as many checkpoints possible.
0: Oh, and, and collected as many cocktails, then,
2: right? And oh, and possibly upgrade your eights. But how about this? You get about 15 seconds of shoot 'em out gameplay in between levels.
0: And it's gallery style, so you're not moving, you're just tapping various points. To, so so there's some gunshots going off. Yeah, that's it. That's that, that's, that's all the action in this game. Everything else is My
2: face when I beat.
0: Yeah, honestly, this is this is it's it, it's painful to play because I keep thinking this well at first when I was in the game, I thought this was probably just a training level you know just to get me uh, accustomed to how the economy in the game works and then the game will actually start not realizing I've actually been in the game for a good a good four hours now. Like yeah. the, I, I got one of the first uh, one of the first bonuses where you can uh, double uh, you watch an ad. there are ads eventually. Uh, the game is good about yeah. not bombarding you with ads and it only yeah, asks for I money really at certain points that. but after like you have to be committed for that. I watched an ad, like a 30-second ad, to boost, um, the, uh, to boost all the uh, income uh, by two uh, for four hours. And I thought, oh, man, that that bonus is going to last. I'll get through that, and it'll be awesome. I'll have so much money, and the Krieger Rands and then this game will be amazing. And that four hours, well, it didn't blow by. But I was just playing the game thinking, okay, I'm racking up. Uh, more money, and I'm racking up influences. I'm, I've built the lab, and then after you build the lab, you can build uh, uh, Pam's Fight Club. And I figure, okay, in the Fight Club, then it'll be more of an action-oriented game because they introduced like the Yakuza. And then there's another uh, bonus you can get, and you can open these golden briefcases and such.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, none of those added to any any additional types of gameplay. It stayed the exact same. It's just continuing to tap to collect money, continuing to tap. Okay to create influencers, continuing to tap to convert the uh, lab chemicals and the drugs and continuing to um, automate the different rooms. And then as you automate rooms, you can create more rooms. And in more rooms, different stuff happens, but nothing actually happens. It's just a different premise to keep tapping. And all that does is introduce a new Archer element. So you start off with with Ray Gillette, who does nothing. He just kind of stands in this room while you collect money from influencers. And then you build Krieger's lab. And now you've got Krieger at your disposal. And he just kind of stands there while you tap the drugs and the influencer buttons and then the money. And then you've got Pam and Pam's fight club. Oh, so I, I get the fight now? No, she stands. And well, I mean, then <laughs> she, she talks to the Yakuza back and forth. And then each new character is just an, inf- an impotence for why you have the shooting gallery at the end of the round. And yeah. it honestly was a complete letdown. Like I spent the whole time furiously tapping my screen, waiting for the game to start, not realizing that I was in the game and just not having fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was.
2: It was not fun. It did I, make I, good it,
0: use of the Archer license, but.
2: I mean, yeah. Like to me, it's like um, you know, the Family Guy game, the quest for stuff. I think it's called. And it's kind of like a Sims with Family Guy game. Something like that would have been more fun.
0: I yeah. think I may have had more fun playing a game like Teppen, where it's a card game that you get to watch all the action happen automatically because you don't do anything except select cards and then let the game wa- like walk you through hand <laughs>
2: it just It just plays for you.
0: Yeah, because at the very least, there's a game happening there you know and there's bright flashy colors and pretty artwork. This yeah, yeah. was just this was, like lie. this
1: was a lot.
0: This was this was a job where you're <laughs> racking up millions and billions. I got to the billions. You're racking up billions okay. for someone else.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, which I mean, I guess is like real life, but nobody wants to nobody wants okay. to play their real life. Like yeah. I don't play games like Legend of Zelda or Animal Crossing or any other games I play because I want them to be like real life. Real life sucks. So, why would I want to recreate that virtually?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think this game could have been saved if they'd used um, more audio from the, if they used any audio from the voice actors, because some of those sound bites would have made it at the very least, like, fun to listen to and hear the, uh, you know, hear the the quick one-offs that, you know, we like, you know? At the
2: very least, the um, catchphrase is, like, at least give us that. Yeah, oh, for
0: like, a I game called Danger, like Danger like Phone. I didn't hear Danger Zone or Danger Phone right. once.
2: Th- that should have happened. I Rotted wanted it. There should have been I a phone. It. The fact it's called Danger Phone, there should have been a phone mechanic in which you could like call other characters in there, be some sort of playthrough there. Like yes. The name is dumb because you didn't do anything with the name in the game because it's pointless. Like mm-hmm. why am I playing? Like, yeah. Other than maybe wasting some time. But it's not even fun time based.
0: Yeah, I feel bad just like, bagging like, on a game like this. But there really was like yeah. little to nothing that was good about that was yeah, that was good like, about it.
2: Yeah, it's like the family guy about before, like at the very least, the catchphrase is play when they were supposed to and they played a longer clip of the theme, so
0: I, I I I think it I think it pretty much goes without saying, but we have to say it because this is this is this is proper journalism. I got to give this a thumbs down.
2: Oh, so super down, thumbs down. Danger Phone is a crappy game, and it's not worth the large amount of space it'll take on your phone.
0: Yeah, um, it's huge. It just
2: like no, literally. As soon as we're done here, it will be deleted. I concur. This is this. It's bad that I'm thinking about the Mario on um, mobile game and thinking that might have been better.
0: Oh, don't say. Mm, whoa, whoa, easy, easy, yeah. easy. Oh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Let's not go nuts.
2: Like Doctor Doctor Mario Mobile is probably better than this game.
0: Okay, okay, okay. okay. Look, Shana, I'm. Do you need help? I'm gonna. I'm gonna call someone.
2: You do something. You don't <laughs> do anything here. There's nothing being done.
0: Oh. But, oh, they're both so bad. They are both so bad. They both look so great, and they're so bad.
2: But it's not so. I know video at heart are pointless, but they're not supposed to feel pointless. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm also giving this game a thumbs down. I didn't even play it, and it still somehow made me <laughs> bad.
0: It it yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I try to describe it as best as I could, and if you read the descriptions, you'll just go cross-eyed. But uh, they, at the heart here, I guess, tried to make something really intricate, and they try and they tried to really uh, tie it into anything that might be relevant to Archer fans. But I think the only reason, the only reason we even stuck with it as long as we as we did, uh, I mean, journalistic integrity aside, is because we're Archer fans. Like there would be if if this was just a random game I downloaded to try, and it didn't have any um, relation to to a property that I already liked, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have lasted 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It was, it was just, it was just pure tedium. And I only stuck with it because I wanted to see how, uh, any more of the Archer fun stuff would tie in.
2: Like, no, heck, five minutes is longer than I would have lasted literally the
0: so it's Archer Danger Phone. It's available right now from the uh, Android Play Store. I, uh, it's just it was disappointing. It's a thumbs down from all of us, uh, even those that didn't even play it. Um, and honestly, there are better things you can do with your time and your uh, and your and your 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 bandwidth. Okay, but now we are going to talk about. Oh, wait, did with you, Shannon.
2: I'm right here.
0: Okay, uh, now we are going to talk about Crossing Swords. <laughs> because and I'm gonna stipulate that is an animated stop motion sitcom. That is not an action that we're about to do. Okay, so Crossing Swords is uh, it's, it's an animated sitcom, it's on Hulu now. It's stop motion, like I said, um, and we're talking about season one, but it has been renewed for season two as yeah, I understand. It's, it's
2: only a couple days after it premiered, they um, greenlit
0: that. Oh, Okay, you can't really take too much stock in those then, cuz that doesn't speak to the quality of the show. Per se, that's like well, that's one of those things where like, oh, we like the people making it. We're gonna throw out a season two. Give them a season three, three. What the hell, you know? Let's let's see how the show is first. And I think they should have waited because, yo, all right. First off, before we before we jump into our impressions, uh, Crossing Swords is about Patrick. He's a good-hearted peasant who wants to be a squire in the uh, local kingdom and you know do his duty for king and country and queen and country and king and queen are a holes they are completely completely they're horrible people but it's his dream job and when he actually lands the job and it turns out to suck it turns out it's not what he uh, had signed up for and the kingdom is run by just really horny and horrible people <laughs> there like they they're just they're just awful they're, and basically we follow his escapades through Proving himself as a squire, proving himself as a knight, proving himself as a protector, and also dealing with his family, who are just cream of the crop also of awful. criminals. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, his,
2: not his parents.
0: Yeah, I wasn't too. I wasn't too crazy about his parents either, though. The clown. Oh yeah. Now okay. Never mind. Okay. Pause. Caveat. You're right. Um, his brother. He's got uh, two brothers and a sister. They're each the best in their field, but the best in their field. Uh, involves them being awful people. Yep. Uh, his brother is the best pirate. his sister is the best um, oh, or wait no the she's, she's a pirate. A pirate. Sorry, his brother his sister is the best pirate and she's awful. His brother is the best uh, thief. He's,
2: he's a rogue
0: rogue excuse me his brother is the Rowan first the is, is, rogue. Is, 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 is the best um, is the best uh, 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 bourgeois named, bougie named thief and, and his other brother's a clown. The best clown of all the clowns.
2: He is not the best clown. He is a drunken clown. He's the best drunken clown of all the
0: drunken clowns.
2: He is that. He is that drunken um, clown that came to somebody's childhood birthday party.
0: Oh yeah! Like, what do you want to? What do you (laughs) want a balloon? I got bills.
2: Like, not perfectly mine because I've never been to a birthday party where a clown or a magician has ever been on. Um, I assume I somebody else has.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's really a thing that's happened and that, that happens in our lifetime anymore. I think that's a carryover <laughs> from like uh, one of those like simpler ages and like you see in old uh, sitcoms and movies where kids are rolling hoops down dirt roads with sticks. <laughs> you
1: know? Playing kick the can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh so we're following patrick and the entire show plays out now it being stop motion it being animated i think they were able to get away with a lot more that oh really wouldn't pass and yeah dude this is a raunchy show this is a raunchy I, dirty show
2: if you can't tell from my laughter i really enjoyed <laughs>
0: All right, so Shane, break that. What do you what are your impressions? And talk slow. We want to hear everything.
2: <laughs> well, look, I am aware that this is a niche show and that it's not for everyone. This is very much a show that belongs to like the adult swim robot chicken loving kind of crowd. Um there is a lot of some would say mean and cruel humor and crude humor and oh, yes yeah, yeah, some would these say are things that yeah <laughs> and yes these things are in there but i personally find those kind of things hilarious so here we are
0: <laughs> yeah you got to be a real like hateful person to enjoy this show and i just don't have the evil in my soul it. i
2: maybe, i m- <laughs> maybe i like to to experience cruelty from
0: a distance, yeah, or maybe you day like day have day a basement where you torture life. small animals. It seems like both would be in line well, with I fans of the show. I would never
2: torture small animals,
0: you're right, just the large ones. Good, good, good no, no, distinction. No, no, no.
2: Only humans, I would never hurt God's fluffy little uh, creatures.
0: Humans are animals, and only a good 40 to 60 maybe 80 percent of us deserve I that kind of treatment. I don't care about now, the naked ape. Thank you. Well, I would say. Um, this show, you're right, it is really niche. And here's the thing, I'm a big fan of shows like uh, Rick and Morty. I'm a big fan of shows like The Venture Brothers. I like adult style comedy. Like but also I like when, you don't like Venture Brothers?
2: Not really, I, was, I wasn't I was really into the show. I wasn't really into a lot of that block of Adult Swim during that particular time frame.
0: Um... I'm genuinely surprised at that.
2: But I really always like robot chickens,
0: so that's a thing. Okay, all right, that's fair. Um, What I'm getting at is this is, like, there's different styles of adult comedy shows now that we've gotten, and uh, adult animated comedy shows that we've gotten. And we've had a, I don't know, I guess, kind of a renaissance of new... Of, of these shows because that's always been associated with stuff like uh do you remember the flintstones growing up and looney tunes were always meant for grown-ups and the I mean, most we saw anymore. there was we saw you saw an animated show but it featured mature things like uh husband and wives dealing with mother-in-laws coming to visit unexpectedly you know um yeah, so what, what to do? supposed
2: to be a simcon it, yeah it was just a
0: yeah, and that's changed drastically to now the whole concept of adult animated show means, Oh my god, I've stumbled into the Queen's sex dungeon and now I'm learning about glory holes for the first time. When really I was just Mitch. looking for you know,
2: <laughs>
0: dude. I do I do appre- I will appreciate I do appreciate some of the gags were like progressive and clever, like when the whole there's an entire episode where he's uh, where he's he's fretting because to prove himself or part of his new role is he's got to service the queen because the king and the queen have an arrangement where she bones all the knights and then she chooses the winner from the from there and he's like oh my god I don't want to do it I don't want to have sex with the queen also I've heard things about STDs and you know there's a whole room about you know uh the, the, the uh, like basically it gets down to he really has good reason not to want to have sex with the queen and he does not want to go through with it but the whole concept is well the queen has sex with all the uh, squire she champions does. because that's what she does and that's how it operates in this kingdom and when he actually gets there and he's and he's like fumbling around like old school sitcom style like oh you know I I, I think I hear the so and so I gotta check, gotta check on that oh my pants magically came back on I don't know what's going on and and then when it when it's revealed that he just does not want to have sex with her and she's like oh okay then then you're free to go he's like what he's like yeah I'd never do this without consent I'm not a monster I'm like what
2: (laughs) (laughs) which to me was hilarious because up until that point she was like everything you're saying is just making this harder yeah
0: it's like the more you say no the more I'm turned on it's like oh you actually mean it oh then yeah no problem yeah
2: she's like oh oh yeah
0: So I'll give them that. That actually did, like, stuff like that did make me laugh. You know, it's like a 50-50 toss-up for me. But overall, the rest of it felt um, a little facile, you know? Now, that's my my interpretation, but you actually seem to have a really good time. So tell us about your impression. Let's get a positive spin on this here.
2: Well, I'll be fair. I might have been overly sold, like, in the very first episode, because, can I just say, like, it starts with the... The four siblings climbing up a cliff and they're gonna go grab some dragon eggs and the scene that follows that of them one killing all the dragon babies but one and two the destruction of their town that follows I thought was hilarious like um <laughs> like, When the brother starts falling down the hill and the sister is on the runaway like hay cart and she bothers to veer it out of the way of the orphanage but not away from the orphanage of kittens where she's just like screw it (laughs) and then you have explosions and flaming kittens flying through the sky and I'm sorry that was that that to me was this too much, and I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've seen this week. That's I'm what it takes to win you over, just set some
0: kittens on fire. Really, that's because that seems like a pretty high <laughs> well, bar, not so, in real life,
2: like, not in real life, clearly. But <laughs> 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 I'd be really upset in real life. But
0: but the animated kittens, also, forget them, forget them.
2: I think the style of animation really like gets me too. Like, I've always really liked stop motion animation, and the fact that they had they were peg people and that was hilarious to me but just because i had never seen peg people before um oh you got to okay, watch more like old school last,
0: like back in the gumby days they had they had several different uh, little shows and commercials even using well, those little those little peg people that bounce around like this
2: yeah but like it's been a while and you don't bounce around see like as peg much people for a bit you don't see as much stop motion nowadays, and I get it. It can be kind of expensive, um, depending on how you're doing it. But like, that's very distracting. Um, <laughs> and okay, so the next the next thing that kind of like floored me with hilarity was the whole scene with the queen, um, at the tournament. And here is why I realized: whenever I see. Sex scenes in media, especially when the players are not human. I always find it deliciously hilarious. Like America Team America, like the sex scene is the most hilarious part of it to me. Oh, like that when was... I saw Avenue, like when I saw Avenue Q the sex scene was the funniest part of me. So apparently inanimate objects having sex is hilarious to me. I kind of liken it to um, the angels, of dogma, saying that they like watching humans have sex because it's hilarious to them because we made good faces. And I'm like, yes, that's me seeing that. That apparently beings from a different plane of exist- existence than my own having sex is hilarious. Conjugate for my amusement, yay. <laughs>
0: All right, well, no judgment there, but the rest of the show, like um, the 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 show has, it's got a very strong voice cast. I'll I'll definitely give them that. Um, It's got Nicholas Holtz is uh, the dude who plays Patrick. Yep, he's our he's our he's our star, our 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 hero. Uh, They've got um, Adam Pally, Tara Strong, Alana Luke Evans is the king. mm -hmm, mm Mhm. Your boy Luke Evans, who I still think looks just like. I don't know. He's like he's like he's like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in old in old man makeup.
2: No, 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 no. He's Orlando Bloom with testosterone.
0: Oh, wow. There you
1: go.
0: That's not bad. That's not bad. I might posit that he's like if you did a uh like one of those face app combinations of um of uh of uh oh, what's his name? The, the of uh, Tom Holland and um What's his name from uh, Parks and Rec? Nick, uh, with, with the mustache. Uh, oh,
2: um, Nick Offerman. I know. Yes,
0: thank you, thank you. He's he's somewhere between uh, he's like he's like a face swap, uh, like one of those uh, 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 mobile app face swaps of Tom Holland and Nick Offerman. You know, I'm just gonna, like put the two together. The
2: match. Look at Luke and say like I don't know, like when he was like in The Hobbit, and match him against. Orlando Bloom when he was in the in Pirates of the Caribbean, and you'll be mm. like, "Oh, is that his little brother or son?" Yeah, because <laughs> he's like ten years older than Orlando Bloom.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but also, have you seen Orlando Bloom lately? It's like, no, yeah. he's like Orlando Bloom now.
2: Yeah, that, 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 looks that. Like I saw, I saw, um, I saw the time I saw his picture was when his baby announcement came out.
0: Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Oh, good for him. I didn't know he was a baby. All right, um, so... Him
2: and um, Katy Perry.
0: He's... Whoa, that's... Really? That. News to yeah, me. Yeah,
2: they got married. Well, they either are getting married or they did get married and they had a baby.
0: Wow. So how long before we see Orlando Bloom appropriating black culture?
2: Um, <laughs> <what> <laughs> okay, so... I don't think we'll see that. But Orlando Bloom always gets like a thumbs up for me because he punched Justin Bieber. So like he's always, I'll always <laughs> like him. <laughs>
0: That'll get you a, like yeah, that will get you a little more cachet. You're right. All right, but uh, what I was getting at is the the voice cast, and this is strong. And usually, I like when they have people who I've who I've I've seen put forth like solid vocal performances because that usually means that they believe in the project. You know, uh, people like um, uh, uh, Breck and Meyer, people like Tony Hale, they're usually in projects that they believe in a little more because they're not folks who, like, need the work anymore. You know, mm-hmm. they've been part of successful Fair. projects. Seth Green, you know, robot chicken, yeah, light uh, like you wouldn't believe. He's yeah, the dude who picks an and wizard. chooses.
2: He, mm-hmm. He's the wizard, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I, I didn't name who these people were. These are all folks that are in Crossing Swords. Yeah, I was just arbitrarily
2: like naming even some of legs. the like guest stars, like you know, people who are just in like maybe one or two episodes, even those people are pretty well known. And I'm like, huh. Like Alfred Molina was in one of the episodes. I'm trying to remember who he played. He might have played Robin Hood.
1: Wasn't he also in um Solar Opposites? I think he was probably. I think he played the uh like the leader of the the people in the wall.
0: The people in the wall. The oh, I I I know the... what was his name. Um Oh, it's ah, oh, it's gonna eat away at me. Cause I know I know who you're talking about. Uh and I'm trying to remember the character name. And the character name is not coming to uh, The Duke! He was the Duke. Yes! Duke,
1: yes, thank you.
0: Yes. Uh yeah, we just talked about that too. Um no, I like Alfred Molina. Uh, he was he was he was great in um in Indiana Jones.
2: Oh yeah, he was the Duke. I just looked it up. <laughs> like All right,
0: he really, but,
2: yeah, he's busy. Yeah, what but we're yeah. dancing around is yeah, though. There's around.
0: a what we're dancing around is there's a lot of good in Crossing Swords. I'll definitely give him that. But ultimately, I think it's very niche humor to the point where uh, just because there were a couple of gags that I did laugh at, I want to be a little le- more leaning towards it but it's not something i can recommend to, co- to cats you know it's not something i can see myself watching again and it's just just eats under the line of the thumbs down for me like it's just 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 failed you just lost
2: oh uh, i'm gonna give it a just big whack old- enough oh i'm just gonna give it a big old thumbs up because if you love laughing at inappropriate stuff like i do on um, You'll probably like this.
0: You know, that's that's fair and very judicious of you.
2: Yeah, no, I, I will be fair. I, because laughing is one of my knee-jerk reactions to discomfort. So mm-hmm. I laugh at inappropriate stuff all the time. Yeah, you know, people it's, being set on know, fire, being thrown so like, off bridges,
0: kittens exploding and flying well, through the no, sky. like, like yeah.
2: I've like burst out into laughter at like funerals. Funerals.
0: Yes, I knew you were going to say that.
2: I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. Why did I know it? It's happened twice. <laughs> they were my family members too. That's
0: so much worse. Oh my god, that's worse.
2: <laughs> it's not my fault.
1: <laughs> it
0: kind of... Wait, wait, wait.
1: Wait. Like any any kind of like sudden burst of emotion, I feel like laughter is how it ends up getting expressed, even if it's like something horrible. Yeah. Like oh. That's bad.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, under extreme emotions, either I laugh or I cry. Mm. So, (laughs) but it's like the laughter triggers always at the worst possible moment.
0: (laughs) Like putting one of your loved ones into the ground forever. That's, yeah. Okay,
2: so like at my... Great aunt's funeral. Oh, there's a story. Um, Let's go. As they were reading the um, eulogy, they started reading through the, you know, what is that? The little pamphlet they give you like, at the week. The last will and testament? And my No, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, the program to go. Yeah, so you they just there,
0: like, uh, Nana was such a great person. You're no, like, okay.
2: <laughs> No, no.
0: Oh, you're serious.
2: No, no. What happened was is that my mom's last name was, well, technically my last name was misspelled in the program. And when my cousin, who I would, who is my mother's first cousin, you would think he would know better than that? Nope. And I know it was his mother's funeral, but at the same time, he, in a very somber moment, <laughs> said my last name wrong. And in- in all seriousness,
0: and I couldn't help. Sorry. <laughs> all right, we out of time, y'all. It's been the Geek Down. I want to thank you for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. We are all going to hell after this action-packed, fun-filled episode. All uh, people who laugh. Yeah. Yo, yo.
1: <laughs> They're all coming with us. That's how that works.
0: If you heard also, me on this show like- you want to chime in on, hit us up at <laughs> deep Down Radio. I'm powering through. Hit us up at GeekDownRadio at gmail.com. Also, dude, find us online. Dude, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. You can find each of our shows in the Am- Amalgamated Villainy Network at villains.wtf. Just type that in the URL bar and take it on... Um, Get in on the goodness also dude if you want to throw us a couple of bucks you like what we had to say and you know treat, treat the cat to a cup of coffee why the heck not uh hit us up on patreon at patreon.com slash villainy and dude we will catch you all right here on the geek down but real quick i want to thank Shane shay nice to be here and we will pray for your soul i want to thank Lilith beast uh,
1: thank What's
0: <laughs> and I want to thank you good people. Mind you can catch us right here, same bad time, same bad channel. But until next time,
1: be excellent to each other. Peace.